You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, guys, does Mahomes need to do anything the rest of the season or is the MVP race already wrapped? I think you it's know, a wrap. You think it's done? Yep. I mean, the odds would tell you it's done, um, but I, I think he's got to do one more thing. I think he's got to like show out one more time because I don't, I, I still sense a little bit of hesitation, a little bit of hesitation from the kind of people who influence these things or make these decisions where it's like, you know, I don't know that Hurst being out one game should really keep him from winning the MVP because it's not hard to backtrack that the Vegas odds would have told you Jalen Hurts was going to win it, not by a big margin, but he was the favorite to win it right before he missed a single game. And I think that that hang up of let's not let a single game dictate the MVP should do that. But I mean, the numbers are still all his. He's going to lead in every category, all of the, even the advanced analytic metrics, right? But he's still going to lead in like passing touchdowns and passing yards and total yards out of the quarterback position. He's going to finish with, I think, likely the second best record in the NFL, second to only Philadelphia, a team that has the most talent maybe in the NFL. So I think he's got to have one more show out moment. I don't think he's got to go out and put 300 yards and three touchdowns with no picks on the board against Denver here, but just that don't get, you know, don't get, uh, don't lose to Denver. Don't screw up anything major. And I think you'd be fine. Yeah, that's it. Just don't, you can't have a stinker of a game. You can't have a game where you lose mm-hmm. zero touchdowns, two interceptions, because you know, Monday night football is going to happen. And we know how this goes. Monday Night Football, premier game, prime time, two contenders, and the two guys right behind Mahomes in MVP odds, Burrow and Allen. One of those guys goes off in like a dominating performance. They're going to get closer no matter what, almost. They should cancel each other out in that game, though, I think. I would hope. But if they go toe-to-toe, like, it's really that, Nick. It's got to be that game. Burrow and Herbert, and they go toe-to-toe, toe-to-toe, and then one guy comes out on top. Then what? We'll see the we'll see the odd shrink, right? Like if Mahomes is minus five hundred, he'll be minus three hundred, and the other guy will get closer. But even in that scenario, if Mahomes just has a run of the mill game against Denver in which they win, he'll still be the Vegas odds favorite, won't he? Okay, what if Mahomes zero touchdowns, three interceptions? Then he can lose. Chiefs but lose to the Broncos, and then Joe Burrow goes to Buffalo, five touchdowns, no interceptions, and the- yes. And then Burrow will be the favorite. The odds will win that 35 thing. to nothing. But I think it, I actually think it requires him to lose one of these two football games. Yeah. Like, I think he'd have to Unlikely. lose to Denver or lose to Jared Stidham. Like, I, I don't know, man. I have a hard time imagining Andy Reid would lose to Jared Stidham in week 18 with the number one seed on the line. Yeah, I think it's over. I think it's over. Um, like, the narrative game will... That will go to the bitter end. It really will. They will play this game out. And Tuesday morning, you better believe, like the debate shows will be saying, insert name, should he be the MVP favorite after last night's performance? 
Because yeah. one of those guys is going to have a big game and make some big throws and end up winning the game. And it's going to feel like this huge moment because either the Bills will have clinched the one seed for all intents and purposes, or the Bengals will have not just beaten the Bills, but then we're going to be talking about the Bengals as the best team in football yeah. because they haven't lost since week nine. We know how these narratives play out and they're going to happen on Tuesday morning. You know, it's funny is like the, the fascinating part to me is who do you think can get closer by winning it, Nick? Because I think it might be Burrow. Burrow. Oh, because Burrow. it in a weird way, it should, because one of the things that people try to argue for Josh Allen from VP now is, well, he's the number one seed and he beat the Chiefs. Well, Burrow will, won't have the one seed. He'll just have the I beat the Chiefs part of that equation, but he'll have the I beat Mahomes. and I beat Allen and we won our division and he's got plenty of good statistics on his side, too. I just think that they still I still think his narrative, right, the narrative award that we talk about, like Mahomes is. The season without Tyreek. Joe's Burrow, Joe Burrow's narrative is people still going into the season didn't take him as serious as Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes when they were ranking them or tearing them or whatever. And if Burrow won the MVP, then what argument are we having anymore? He belongs in the tier. I can't believe what's wild about that game on Monday and then Patrick Mahomes and all this stuff in the AFC is the three best quarterbacks in the entire NFL are all in the same conference. That seems kind of disproportionate, <laughs> like in a wild way. The three best quarterbacks in the NFL right now, I think, are Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Joe Burrow. They all reside in the same conference. Going to make the postseason every year bonkers. Joe's okay. Burrow should be a bar, by the way. Yeah, that I was Joe about Burrow, that. Joe start. Burrow opens in his hometown. I didn't want to let that slide because Joe <laughs> Thank Burrow you. was funny. Um, it was about <laughs> a month ago when the Chiefs played the Bengals. I'm curious. I asked afterwards if you guys thought Burrow deserved to be in the the conversation with Mahomes and Allen. Yeah. And I think we were all kind of in agreement that like if he does, there's still like a bit of a gap between those two and him. Are you guys softening your stance at all? Are you guys willing yeah. to say he is firmly in the conversation with with Allen and Mahomes? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know. He's been to a Super Bowl. Allen hasn't even done that. Allen's never won an MVP. So like I he just he just wins. Freaking and and I think like with like we you usually say that about a guy, like that's that usually happens with like the Jimmy G, right? Like look at his winning percentage. He just wins, 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 wins. And you're like, then I have to consider him a really good yeah. quarterback. That's dismissing the fact that Joe Burrow this season is completing 70% of his passes for 4,300 yards and has 34 passing touchdowns. He's having his best statistical season or close to the same he had last year. If every single year he's going to have 4,500 passing yards, 35 to 38 passing touchdowns, and around 12 picks, that's what he's done for back-to-back -back seasons. I mean, the consistency is part of what we talk about with elite quarterbacks. He's put up nearly identical great seasons in addition to winning. So, yeah, look, I think what it is for me now is it's Mahomes all by himself and then the gap, and there's Allen and Burrow. Like, I think that they are more in the same tier, and Mahomes still deserves that, like, half tick up. I agree. He's in a league of his own. I haven't looked at the updated odds recently. It Does it go Mahomes, Hurts, Burrow, Allen? Uh, Burrow. Burrow's second now. Yeah. Burrow's second. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hurts yeah. really fell down. He, he was essentially, like, co-tied with uh burrow and allen right after the injury occurred and then obviously those two guys played and played well so <laughs> you know you get bumped down and then justin jefferson's fifth right nick yeah i think it's like 151 or something ridiculous so <laughs> uh, he's still got a little taste 
You feel like Jefferson? My my Justin Jefferson Offensive Player of the Year ticket will be cashing, but I don't think <laughs> if you've got an MVP one, that one's going to win. Congratulations. Yay! Well, I had Tyreek Hill too, so I'll, I'll win a little less money because I, I bet on both. It is just interesting, though, that he's at the top, but has lost to both of the players right below him. Yeah, it's it's weird. But it's regular season. One guy still has significantly more playoff accomplishments than the other. And that's what we always talk about. Like whenever we're saying like, you don't deserve to be in the same conversation. We're like, well, you haven't done it in the postseason. Burrow has. So like, I don't know what yeah. the against him is at this point. <laughs> All right, guys. Are we ready for our game predictions? I think so. Let's go. Who's first? Uh, Chiefs 50, Broncos zero. <laughs> no, I, like, I don't Cody, we told I, you not to do that this week. I know, I know. All right, so I don't think I'm going to go that far. Um, they're the better team. When I said it was going to be a joke the last time, I was pretty close there for a while. And then it wasn't. <laughs> I'm still mad about how that game got close. I think they are two touchdowns better than Denver. I think Denver, because they got that taste of we can compete with this team, and we all know, it is almost fact at this point that the first game with an interim coach, you get a little bump. Mm-hmm. You get the little, you get the little interim little coach boost. bump. I still think that they're better than this team. I'll give them the interim coach bump. I'll give them the we're confident because we almost beat this team the last time bump, but they're still not a good football team. And that's the thing that'll hold me up. Chiefs 34 Broncos 24. So I'll keep it within 10. I didn't say it's unreasonable. Never be close. I'm still giving the Broncos way more points than they normally score but I still think the chiefs are victorious as far as what happens in the game is I think the good news is, is that I think uh, my to go with my prediction is the other part is my brother will be sad. My brother grew up a Broncos fan his whole life. My dad was a Broncos fan. He was the only kid who adopted the Broncos oh my gosh. as a part of my dad grew up a Broncos fan his whole life. My brother's the only one who adopted it amongst the kids and he's taking his son to his very first NFL football game. But guess what? His kid is six which means his kid grew up in the era of Patrick Mahomes, which means when he was given a choice between am I going to be a Broncos fan, despite many photos of him in a Broncos onesie when he's a kid, or I'm going to be a Chiefs fan is he saw Patrick Mahomes play and he's like, I'm out. (laughs) I can't cheer for this team. Him and a lot of other kids. So he's going to take his kid to the game as a Broncos fan for his very first game. And his chief's going to be donning a Patrick Mahomes jersey, even though his dad's a huge Broncos fan. So I feel like my brother's going to be sad. My nephew's going to be happy. Love that. Love that for your nephew. <laughs> uh, I, it's tough to really argue with any of that. The Chiefs are so much better, like just <laughs> so much better than the Broncos, who are now going to be led by Jerry Rossberg, guy who was brought in in September of this year because Nathaniel Hackett couldn't figure out how the hell to run a game. Like, couldn't, what do I do with timeouts? What do I do in fourth down situations? So they brought in this dude, 67 years old, spent 30 years as like a special teams coach and assistant. This is your king. This is the man <laughs> who's going to salvage what's left of the Broncos season. Andy Reid said to expect anything. I'm only expecting one thing, which is a domination by the Chiefs. So I will say Chiefs 34 Broncos 17, the 17 point win. That's a cover. And I think uh, I'm going to go Isaiah Pacheco, player of the game. Got a quiet game last time out. Didn't really need him. And Jerick McKinnon's been kind of stealing the spotlight lately. 
you know, the Broncos still do have really good corners and a really good pass defense. So maybe this is an opportunity for uh, the run game for Kansas City to have a nice little shine here before the end of the regular season. Love that. Um, I am also overly confident in this game. I like that it's this one's at Arrowhead. I think that's going to add an extra layer. So I'm kind of close to Nick. I've got Chiefs 31, Broncos 17. As we know, Russ had his best game against the Chiefs, but then his worst game against the Rams two weeks later. So on the road, I just think we need to stomp them. Just let's just, you know, put an end to this season for Denver. (laughs) I know that they'll have another week left. I don't know. They're not they're not playing for anything. There's there's nothing to salvage. Like even if you beat the Chiefs to end the season, like heads will roll. Fans are disappointed. Players will be leaving. Coaches will be getting fired. This changes nothing. This is not going to be like a, oh, Jerry Rosberg beat the Chiefs. Like, you bring him back for next year? No. Like, just get to the <laughs> So let's, uh, let's put this team out of their misery. I like that only one teammate was willing to stand up. Jerry Judy took to Twitter and he's like, you know what? That's my guy. He has an <laughs> office because he cares. I'm like, okay, man. We, no one cares. <laughs> Jerry, just request a trade out. We'd actually respect it more. Fine. <laughs> Everyone would get it the hell out of town man don't say enough for russ he made his own bed although he did finally pass the bathrooms to touchdown ratio so kudos i saw that big achievement it's a big week for him big week for uh, him. <laughs> cody who's your mvp for the game or your I player mean, of the game mahomes my nephew's gonna be in the mahomes jersey okay it's gonna be, it's gonna be he's gonna get to witness kind of a layup what, but all right no but it's it's real life mahomes he gets to see some of the spectacular stuff he's never got to see it in person this is his first chance to see it mahomes gonna put on a show that's fair. I want that for him and all of us. Um, I don't know who I'm going with. Do I say Kelsey? I mean, that's an obvious Tony, answer. Tony, Juju, that. someone on offense. We don't really um, offense. You don't really get me. extra points for picking a you know a long shot, so you might as well just, just all of them. <laughs> um, Higby had nine receptions for 94 yards and two touchdowns against Denver, so I think. Let's let's yeah. have Kelsey have a day. Okay. Travis like- Kelsey. We got Kelsey, Mahomes, and of course Isaiah Pacheco. Beautiful. All layups. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what this dug deep there. Really the dug Denver deep. game against a laughable Broncos team. We're allowed to choose the easy ones this time. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for us here on this Red Friday. That is Cody Tapp. He is Nick Schwartz. I am Kayla Canaram. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. This is It's Always Game Day in Kansas City, and I hope you all have a happy new year. We'll talk to you on Monday.